Hello, I am Mike Royce, I am the editor of Starburst magazine and welcome to Starburst Radio. Every year we seem to do an episode where things do not go according to plan and this is certainly one of those episodes. We were having tech issues with the radio station which took us off air. We had a fantastic show planned with a couple of very big interviews which you will get to hear. This is an edited version of a show which was very, very difficult, done under difficult circumstances with the tech side going wrong and everything sort of failing and me and Chris Hayes doing our best. We thought that it would be aided by the introduction of a bottle of vodka halfway through the show as we were incredibly stressed out and finding it very difficult. It turns out this was possibly not the best move. The night ended with me trying to send text messages to a capuchin monkey at 3am whose adventures I'd found hilarious on YouTube. The following is an edited version of the show. The uh, full version of the show is going to be locked away in a bank vault for all time. I hope you enjoy the penultimate episode of season 7. The final show will be on next week. It will be a pre-record, so it will be available as a podcast. I hope you enjoy what is certainly, if nothing else, Car Crash Entertainment. This is Fat Radio International. Embrace the alternative. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains from a thousand worlds a billion years in the making you have reached the event horizon of Starburst Radio the greatest radio show in the universe Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going out live then tonight, no? No. There was some maintenance on the... on the. There was a buzz that's been on the last couple of shows. <laughs> oh, you mean Little... like people are excited because no. you, had, you, you had a lot of content coming up tonight, didn't you? We've got Some lo- really special stuff as well. So, yeah, there was... What's wrong with buzz? We have got... A lot of buzz in the sense that you're talking about, yeah. but we had a slight little bit of noise buzz. 
just on the last couple of shows. Yeah, people and chatting. Oh, God, have you heard, have you no. heard of Starburst Radio? They've got this coming up. They've got that coming Technical up. Oh bus. Technical bus. So you're going to be talking about the latest gadgets? No, or, no, you know, no. Xboxes? No, no. Your PlayStation like, 6s? Like, bzzz. Bzzz. No, no, bees. No, a, a, a small buzzing sound underneath our our chit-chat that needed to be removed. Your and phone, too. I've told you a million times. No, Switch God. your vibration off. No, the system. Moon no, mode. The system. But it got fixed. And then the system crashed tonight. And it was going out distorted and we couldn't fix it in time. So rather than not do the show, we've done it. And this isn't the first time we've done it. We've done it over the years and we've done... We are doing the show to ourselves as a podcast, a private radio show that is going to be airing on iTunes as a podcast. So that's all right. So ideally, this is probably going to be tighter then, isn't it? And uh, less anarchic. Oh, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? Know, you know, because you've you not know. got people, you know, people tweeting in and stuff, and we're reacting to this and that. So we get, we keep it tight now, man. We keep to the keep to the notes, yeah. Yeah, well, That's you'd, the you'd, idea, you'd think so, but Slick. but I have a funny feeling that we we're just basically missing out on loads of content where people will be emailing in and all the rest of it, and we had a massive amount of uh, content tonight to get through and. Most importantly, we had two celebrity interviews. Oh, wow. Because we went to For the Love of Sci-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Where was I? You were working somewhere else at the, on the on the Saturday. You could have gone on the Sunday, but by the Sunday, I'd had enough because of what had happened on the Saturday. I want to hear all about this. I don't want to get into too much detail on oh, some okay. of it. because Why? Because... All right, I'll talk about some of it, and I so should. The convention is for the love because of it's not going yeah. right. It's not going out live, so therefore, I I feel slightly more at ease about commenting on one or two things. But so I'm not doing a hatchet job. The 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 head honcho was uh, on this very show, wasn't he? Like he was the he was back? the assistant of the head okay, honcho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sounded very good. Uh, I was excited to see it. Unfortunately, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was uh, otherwise uh, uh, booked up. Yep, couldn't you go, were? couldn't go. Yeah, you were on location. Good, gutted, gutted about that. Uh, there was a lot of guests. Very yes. exciting guests. They were. Shatner was there. Shatner. Ernie Hudson was there. Ernie Hudson. The Hoff. <laughs> The Hoff. Okay, See, to me, it was the Hoff. Laughed. Oh about come on, Ernie, Ernie Hudson! Why yeah. are you being an arsehole? He's, he's the Ernie rubbish Hudson. Ghostbuster, isn't he? <gasps> the Rubbuster. <laughs> that doesn't make any. It doesn't sense. make any sense, does no. it? The Garbage Buster. The, it was no the no, the, the no that's either. rubbish as well. Where isn't is it? your mind at right now? It's done. I'm done. I'm having a breakdown. I'm av- I'm absolutely having a meltdown. Right, I. Ernie Hudson's great. Yeah, but he was. Let's. He was. He is the rubbish Ghostbuster. He's the lesser accomplished. He wasn't even in the, the original draft, was he? I mean, they had they tacked him on at the end. I can't remember the reason why. It's, and it, you know what? They never got away with it either. That wasn't an artful rewrite. Right, but he worked better in Ghostbusters too because him and Ray were there doing stuff and yeah. they were getting on with stuff. And I thought that was really good when they were down there with the slime and he got the train run through him. And I think Ernie Hudson's good. I actually think he's really good. I get what you're getting at. You, the rest of them, my God, you know, you've got 
three guys who were titans of comedy yeah. by the time they did that film yeah. and this guy was nobody. Yeah. And I get that, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, he got this role because they cast a role and they, they, they gave it to this guy. Well, they, they he added, did something right, didn't they, he? They added, didn't he, Chris? He must have done something they added right. That character in though, didn't they? I don't in care. A, in a quite a late draft. It's all anyway. right. Does it? Oh my anyway. God! Do you think that the movie going public back in 1983 were just sat there going, "Oh my God, they've they've clearly added him. It's a late draft in this uh, thing." <laughs> of course they didn't. They just went, "Oh, the black guy's funny, isn't he?" If they did, that's the, all they did. Look, they'd have been reading Star. If they'd have been reading Starburst, yeah. at the time, yeah, they'd have been completely informed of these uh, this this chaos. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just Maybe. saying that that he he's there were worse people than him at and he convention. seemed and can i say that he at the convention or in the movie not in the movie in, I mean, in, you know, in, no there was a lot of talent in the movie so it's not very fair because you've yeah. got sigourney weaver you've got that you've got the uh you've got them Slimey. twin babies in the uh in the sequel one of them's dead how do you know that he's died because i know, know i keep abreast of these things no don't you I? don't you keep a, do. a baby database not a baby database. People who've been in movies, and and the one of the twins is dead. You know there were two babies. They were twins. The baby in Ghostbusters two. Yeah. Whenever you one see of them's a baby died. in a movie, he's died. Or in a TV show, he's died. I'll they're, find out they're, when. They're always baby. They're they're always babies. They're always twins. Because you know once you know you can wrap one. And you can bring the other well, one there in. You and go, it, then. You know, take. You can get. You know, uh, you can't have a baby on set for, you know, too long. But two babies that look, you know, yeah. alike. Boom. I don't reckon it was cop death though, because it was about a year ago, and they they were babies in 1989. So I'm thinking that's a very late cop death. God, I can't believe what we're discussing here. Wait a second, let's okay. find out who it is. Don't be Googling dead. live on I'm air. Googling, I am Googling. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, we're, my God. We're not it's, live. No, it's darker. It's darker than you thought this was going to be. Go right. He's topped himself. Right. He's committed suicide. He's waiting on Ghostbusters 3. Never happened. Oh, my God. Former Ghostbusters 2 baby actor commits suicide as twin brother mourns on Facebook. Tragic day for Henry John Duschendorf II. <laughs> Henry was discovered by his brother in his Escondido, California apartment. Um, the out, the uh, TMZ says, TMZ, bleeding you know, out, reports that the medical examiner has ruled the former actor's death as suicide by hanging. And his, his other brother said, uh, the brother said that he's been in the middle of a painful battle with a schizophrenic disorder. That's well, a... this is awful. It's bloody awful. Well, you brought it all up. I did I not. I did not start all this. I'm not taking responsibility was... for this one. I'm really, yeah, no, that's horrible. Let's Good just move. Good grief. We're, we're, what, ten minutes in, and we've got... Well, you can't say baby side, can you, really? I mean, he's a bit... He's 29. So was the other Duschendorf... At the He's, convention. No, they, they weren't they weren't that you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be taking the piss. I'm he's, not, he's, he's one of them's dead. I'm not You shouldn't be taking No, even I've got to draw no, the line here. No. I'm not. You can't laugh at I'm not this. I'm not laughing it's at that. It's dark as anything. No, I know it is, it's the way that you delivered it. Anyway. Well let's you go know. back to the convention. Yeah. yeah. No one hung themselves at the convention, although one or two looked like they were on the verge of doing so. It was 
Who else in. was there? Who else was there? Um, I, William Shatner. People. William Shatner. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Ernie Hudson. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then and uh, Zach Galligan, uh, Billy Peltzer, the star of, of Gremlins and Gremlins yeah, Two. Absolutely. And we also had lots of other people that that we didn't turn up for the press do. Oh, right. Because the thing was overrunning the the cantina that as that we went to the opening of was supposed to be fenced off for the press for an hour and it ended up being more like three hours. They didn't turn off the intercom that was going in the ceiling informing people where people were and to move the cars and stuff. So you kept having Al Jazeera and Netflix and the BBC. Could we get a cleaner in... Section C. Correct. Yes. Yeah, so, Somebody has yep. shit their pants. Yep. And then in Billy, front of Ernie Hudson. Yeah. And then Billy D. Williams has to start his interview again. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, Billy D. Williams kicked off with uh, the Al Jazeera guy because he said, um, "So, uh, are you happy with the way that um, the that Disney have sort of distorted the Star Wars franchise into something different and all that?" And he you went, "What? What do you mean distorted?" And he went. Oh, you mean? I mean, they've they've changed it a little bit, and um, um, and and he went. I don't know what you mean. And he went. Oh, and he went. No, explain yourself. It's and I'm right, listening. We're listening to this. So you've got that. And I was saying to Martin, of you, he seems quite the the guy from Al Jazeera is having a hard time. Anyway, I'm not going to get into mega details, but there were a few Come issues on. with who was um, who was up for bat. And Danny John Jules from Red Dwarf and Jeremy Bullock and all them were there as well. They were coming up, but all them guys yeah. didn't come Yawn. upstairs. Well, I had, I had them appearing at Fab years ago, yeah. So, what happened then is, cut a long story Did Danny short... Danny John Jules uh, chase somebody out of Fab? Yeah, the, who was nicking a uh, nicked a purse. Nick's right. a handbag, yeah, right. a handbag. In the middle of him doing the uh, a very strange audience with him, which he never mentioned Red Dwarf once in two hours right. of a weird routine where he invited a small child up on stage with him and then sat talking to a kid for two hours and then uh-huh. got into Pardon? a very long conversation about why uh, why. Ray Charles hadn't raped anyone. Oh my god! Uh, with the kid sat next to him. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden you heard this was pre utri uh, or way pre utri This was like two thousand and one, two thousand. You know, and then he and then all of a sudden you heard stop thief. He's got my handbag from one of the regulars, and then he ran across the room and chinned this guy who was running, trying to leg it to the door with somebody's handbag, knocked him out. Then the uh, security took him out, held him, and then they called the police. And then I'm like, this isn't going well, this. It's not going well. Everybody seems to be lapping it up. more than an episode of Red Dwarf these days. Uh, apparently the last series that I did a body swerve on is better than the one that we premiered at the film festival. Yeah, and then the one before that with the... Um... Coronation Street. That's where I stopped. No, that was that was the worst one. Wow. It was it was cringeworthy that yeah. one. And I don't want to be getting. God, it seems like I'm doing a hatchet job. Anyway, cut a long story short. We were then um, told, okay, everybody's going to be a bit late. The Manchester Evening News were not happy. The Manchester Evening News then decided, oh, we're not getting Shatner. 
we've got to leave and we're not going to get our Shatner interview. And then I'm not saying they weren't going to do a hatchet job anyway, but they then started going, oh, it's dead busy and people are queuing up to get in and it's dead disorganised and then started uh, going on about that. And then uh, they literally left the place, stormed out, went downstairs, left the building and then interviewed everybody in the queue on the way out. And if you start interviewing people at the end of a very long queue in the cold, they're not going to be saying, I'm having a great time. So what are you saying? People were queuing up outside, literally couldn't get in the building. No, it was it was a long queue because there were a lot of people turning up. And I'm not defending it or criticising, I'm just saying it and trying to be as neutral as possible. So the building couldn't accommodate the amount of tickets? Yeah, it's just that that it takes a while to get people in. You can't flood everybody in and then out. I don't think anybody was waiting. Right, Blackpool Comic Con, people were waiting. No, well, you have to. That's the gold standard of how not to do something. Well, I know, yeah, but in terms of, like, uh, ticket sales... It was a massive success, uh, Blackpool Comic Con, but they sold but they sold fifteen thousand tickets right. for a place that you could only have like seven or eight thousand people in. So Disgusting. they had to keep doing, yeah. But but when you ask me, is that a success on PR and promotion and ticket sales? It's a runaway success on running it. It's a disaster. So this is is not that bad. People were waiting for an hour to get in, right? Okay, it sounds bad, it was cold, but there was a lot going on in there. When you got in, people weren't very clued up on what was going on, and it was difficult. Now, oh, stop doing that, you weren't there. It wasn't as bad as you're making out. Thank God. Right, well, anyway, cut a long story short. Please do. Yeah. The the evening news capitalised on this, and by the time we'd all got home from For the Love of Sci-Fi... It, uh, they'd done a massive hatchet job and said that it was an absolute disaster, it was whatever. And me, having been at Blackpool Comic Con, I'm thinking, you, you have no idea what a disaster is. You have no idea, no, right? Well, that's no good to anybody, is it? Well, no. what, well, the people got to see what they wanted to see. And I don't think people were being uh, prepaid for photo shoots and then were told they weren't getting it. Oh, I mean, my is God. What's going on? Uh, uh, Blackpool Comic Con. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I just said. That didn't happen. Okay. Uh, people were getting what they paid for, and uh, at least, uh, whereas it, back in Blackpool, it was a double whammy. People were paying for a photo with people, and then uh, they'd turn up there, and then the people had gone, and that was it over. They'd missed it because the queue they'd been in, they couldn't it's get shocking. in in time. And uh, poor old Minimi didn't get paid. Oh, Vern. Yeah, he didn't get paid. At all? No. How did he get home? They short-changed him. Or is he still here? Is he still here? I don't know. No. I don't know. He's doing casino adverts at the moment. Oh, is he? Yeah, so yeah. he is still here, yeah. I'm assuming we'll, we'll, he's We'll here. chuck him a few quid. I don't know. He's, he's doing casino adverts, that's all I know. You, right. He goes, beat the boss, and you're supposed to believe that he's there running this casino and you've got to beat him at Blackjack. Bigo.com. I'm the boss at Bigo.com. Come and beat me. But I suspect that... I don't think he plays Blackjack. I don't... No, probably not. I don't believe that either. So, that's a weird one. Anyway, look. Right. It was so, so at that point, we then were told, well, at least you've got some interviews. A lot of the 
talent can't make it upstairs See, because there's stuff at, going I'm, on. I'm coming at it from the point of view of a, the consumer. Yeah, You're I'm doing both. You're talking about your I'm doing both. fancy dandy press passes and stuff. Fancy dandy press passes. I was working. I was working. I wanted to go and have a bit of fun and do stuff. I wanted a bloody hot dog yeah. or a hamburger or I something, know. So you know. those people yeah. out in the shivering in the cold. They weren't shivering in the cold. They oversold the tickets. Oh, good God. You want to go and join the MEN? You're doing a good. You're doing well. You've you, you haven't even read this piece and you've paraphrased yeah, it. I'll have a I'll have a look later. Seriously, I'm just they, interested. The pictures, they they were a bit. It was a bit naughty because they're just taking the picture right at the back of the queue, so it looked really long. People you know. sobbing. They weren't sobbing. Sobbing. Shivering, they weren't sobbing. Like right. The extremities just frostbite. They weren't sobbing. No. But anyway. We and and when it comes to yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get some content for the show for the mag. You know that that was all. That was all right. Right. You know how it is. Okay. And what did you muster up? Well, we've got two interviews. We'll do one in the next segment. Please say um, after we go to uh, a break, and Vern we'll. Vern it, it's not Vern Troyer. I'm the boss at Vigo.com. Come and beat me. Right. The boss. We've got an interview with Zach Gallagher. Oh. He's the star of, of one of the most famous genre slash Christmas movies of all time, even though it was released in June. And <laughs> I remember and, it well, and, 1984. And I had the Panini sticker album and all Dave, ready to go. And yeah. then uh, found out that it was a 15 certificate. Yeah. And my dad said, uh, sorry, yeah. son, you can't go. Uh, but don't worry, Ghostbusters will be there anyway. Oh, yeah. 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 But it, 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 it was good. Ghostbusters, but Gremlins, yeah, it's it's equally so it's it's, VHS. Yeah, oh, it's and good in those though. Days, it? Do you remember how long it took in those days? Oh yeah, VHS. Know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you should have just snuck in. We had a, no. a irresponsible mum let us go and see anything, an eighteen or whatever, at the classic in Stockport. Really? Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, how did you get in though? In the first um, place, she just opened the fire door. Oh, amazing. Isn't that cool? That is super. Yeah, yeah, she got us in to see Alien and we were scared absolute shitless. <laughs> we were in at four o'clock in the afternoon. We are about nine or something. Fantastic. And we were terrified. Oh. We were watching Alien, just me and him. And every time, and there was only me and him in there because it was four in the afternoon. Yeah. And every time the door went or something went, we were just grabbing each other's arms and I stuff. Love it. Yeah. Oh, that's um, magical. It's not really. She was quite, quite out of order, but, no, you know. No, no, but that's, that's what's led you here to oh yeah right now oh yeah you're right i mean it, it gave me a primal thirst yeah. for these things exactly you know? and then when i was like 13 14 and it was all out on vhs then it was a kind kind of like yep video nasties please mm-hmm. even though i didn't know they were going to be called that no. i uh anything with something quite horrible on the cover i was well up for and Gobbled i just it right up yeah i did indeed yeah so the other interview we've got is David Hasselhoff. Ah, mm. you can't take the piss out of that, can you? And also, I'd just like to say, he reveals an exclusive. Why are you the burger off the floor? It's nothing to do with that. Why are you doing that? What if he listens to this and then and then he's, he hears you going on about that? He thinks this is a sensible um, situation. I'll well, say who... some. Who led him to believe that? The BBC sign was on, still on our, um, <laughs> oh, our unit. Okay, right. Fair it play. was really quite funny because Zach yeah. Galligan came in 
and he sees the BBC sign because they'd already taken the first interview and then they'd gone. And uh, then we moved up because we are just moving around so we weren't taking up as much space. And yeah, we were in the sure. area that said BBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Zach Gallagher comes in. You definitely in. didn't position yourself under it, no? No, no. The, 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 the PR lady put us in there and she just said, oh, go in this bit. That's fine. And then he comes up, Zach Gallagher, and he's like, oh, the BBC, I think I, re- I recognise these people. Ha, ha, ha. And then it's kind of like, no, we're, we're just starburst. Sit, sit down. Yeah. No, you know, I, I was only kidding before. He, he, he's great. I love Gremlins. It is a superb film. I watch it every year at Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not aged a goddamn day. No, no. I love Gremlins too. He's great in that, yeah. of course. Uh, and I hope when they eventually do Gremlins 3 yeah. that they get him back. And he talks about Gremlins 3 Excellent. in this interview. I cannot wait. In this interview. In you all hear. seriousness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've got, uh, we're going to go, in fact, do you know what? I think this is a good opportunity. We can go for the interview with Zach and then we can get back, have another chat and then go for a break. But I'll just say, uh, yes, this is the interview. We spoke to Billy Peltzer himself, actor Zach Galligan, and uh, I confess to him that I'm one of the minority that actually likes Gremlins 2 just as much. Hi, how are you? Yeah, not so bad. A lot of people are probably asking you about Gremlins and saying, well, what's it like being part of such a seminal classic movie? Um, but I want to say, what do you think of Gremlins 2? Because when I saw that, by the time that came around, I everybody was expecting a straight-up sequel to Gremlins, and Gremlins 2, it was very different. What What's your thoughts on that movie? Well, when I first saw it, I have to tell you, I thought it was kind of bizarre. Now, I mean, I read the script, obviously, and been in the film, so I was expecting it, but Joe Dante's cartoonish sensibility is always kind of amazing to me um and i enjoyed it and i thought it was funny but i'm just a purist who kind of enjoys the first film a lot more i kind of like it i like i like to take it a bit more seriously um and so i thought it was good for a laugh you know and i thought it was very very clever and it was a lot of it was very subversive but i'm just a huge fan of the first one really Uh, much more like the shifting between the the serious, scary tone and the comedic tone. I like the mix rather than just a flat-out comedy, really. Oh, definitely the first one's an absolute classic. Did you know when you signed on for that movie that it would be this big? You did? Absolutely. I, I'm I, apparently I'm the only person involved in the production who thought it was going <laughs> to be a hit. Most people thought, well, I don't know, it could be culty, it could be this and that. But I was just looking at it purely from a business point of view. I thought, here's Steven Spielberg. He's putting his name on it. He's putting it, if you've seen the poster, he puts his name very prominently on the poster. It says, Steven Spielberg Presents, So, which he didn't really do that much back in the day. He did it with Poltergeist, but he didn't really do it with too many other things. So having his stamp on it, I just thought at the time, you know, E.T. had just literally left the cinemas and was one of the most successful, was the most successful movie of all time in terms of of box office dollars. So I just thought to myself, if it does 15% of what E.T. did, it's still going to make $100 million. So I just couldn't foresee a scenario when 
95% of Spielberg's audience would abandon him. I just thought at least half of the audience or a quarter of the audience would fu- do, go to anything that he would, you sure. know, put his stamp on. So if that happened, you'd come up with, you know, you're talking $200 million, which is basically around what the movie did, you know, globally, an additional billion dollars in merchandise. So I just couldn't see, you know... It's it's like being you know it's like saying you're 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 on a Beatles record in 1965. How bad is it going to do? You know what I mean? It's just at the height of its popularity. You're going to get so swept. To Galligan, you punts. Uh, uh, You've just made the interview they, so much better. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just you know I, there was just no way that I could see it fail. I just thought we were all going to get swept up in the wave, and and it was and that's what happened really. And you, you were absolutely certain it'd endure this long. Uh, well, I did, had no idea about the longevity. I was, mm. I'm just talking about the immediate impact. Mm. I thought it would come out and be popular at the time. If you yeah. told me three decades later that uh, you know I'd be sitting here in Manchester still talking about it, I would have told you you were barking mad. Yeah. But but uh, but you know here it is. Well, I remember it was released as a as a as a blockbuster. There was some. Uh, some parental concern about uh, gremlins in microwaves and all the rest, but that just made children want to go and see it even more. Absolutely. Um, and now it's been adopted as a Christmas movie. You're yeah. part of Christmas around That's the world. True. Isn't that good for you? Yeah. It's like I'm like the Jimmy Stewart of the 80s generation, and like It's a Wonderful Life. It's the Gremlins is like uh, it's it's a wonderful lizard of Oz and hell. Is, is kind of what Joe Dante calls it. Um, so, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of amazing. It's like uh, Gremlins and Die Hard are now the '80s generation Christmas movies, because both of them came out in the summer, but they're set around Christmas. So everyone just goes, "Well, we don't remember when they came out. We'll just move them to December, and it works just as well, even, even better in some ways." It's snow. That's yeah. the thing. It's snow. I mean, yeah. I mean you you get uh, Tim Burton uses snow, and it, it's it snow Christmas yep. straight away. But That's right. I think. In the future with this franchise, one final question because sure. I know you've got to get back to your, got to get back your and fans make money. are waiting for you. Yes, um, do, what about these rumours of a follow-up to Gremlins? And would you rather have practical special effects and puppetry, or would you rather have CGI Gremlins? Would you find it difficult to act with them? Well, short answer is: script for Gremlins three is written. We'll see what happens, and you always want to have practical effects as an actor because they're much easier to act opposite something that's there than to act opposite something that's not. It's really that simple. Yeah. Did you prefer Mogwai or the Gremlins? Oh, Giz and I are like this. So, yeah. I mean, I always... I'm a Mogwai guy all the way. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Thank you, Zach, for speaking to us. And uh, I hope you have a lovely time in Manchester. It's where our magazine is based. You are listening to Starburst Radio. Winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Awards. Unlike Total Film. Buried alive in each man is a strange, depraved creature that turns the soul into a battleground of sin and violence, turning life into an inferno. In Dr. Henry Jeffers, this knowledge, perhaps it was his quiet ways, his unloving wife, his simple, homely face that drove him to unleash this inner presence. This was Jekyll's Inferno. 
Dr. Jekyll gave life to the unspeakable evil of Mr. Hyde. Rich, handsome, decadent Mr. Hyde erupted to spew adultery, viciousness, murder in the greatest macabre spectacle of all time. American International Pictures presents a fascinating new Dr. Jekyll, a terrifying new Mr. Hyde. Robert Louis Stevenson's study in terrifying evil. Jekyll's Inferno. In color and megascope. Starburst Radio. Your source for all of the latest celebrity pedophile convictions. I listen to FabRadioInternational.com. So, what do you reckon? Great little interview. He was all right, wasn't yeah. he? What, he a was, lo- what a lovely guy. Yeah. He was. He was really, really, um, shall we say, he was helpful because he'd been run ragged for about an hour. And he was knackered. And then you've got stuff, as you heard, on the intercom. Oh, uh, come downstairs. I, That's unprofessional, I man. didn't mention that, did I? But that happened all the way through. You had Netflix, Al Jazeera, BBC chatting to people and good housekeeping and and then all of a sudden not good housekeeping what do you mean and i tell you what did you did you hear this uh just very quickly deadpool yeah deadpool 2 appeared on the cover of good housekeeping why in the u.s because it's deadpool can you imagine that conversation how why would good housekeeping go you know what? Don't get that, that sounds like a good idea. I don't get that. Isn't at all. that insane? That there we go. on on but one great. level, it's great. Yeah, yeah super no. meta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So off to him. Sorry. No, it's all right. So, I should have said horse and hound or something. No, no horse. What is horse and hound? Oh, it's from Notting Hill, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Do you know when? Um, I uh, don't know what that is. It's man. the. It, I don't it's know the, what that it, is. They're all interviewing um, uh, Julia Roberts. Do you mean hare and hound? Oh. Probably. I think you do. Yeah, I think I do. I don't know. Well, we'll find out, yeah. won't we? Anyway. Do you want a subscription for Christmas? Does, no, good God. Uh, anyway, sorry, back to yeah. uh, Gilligan. Galligan, you punts! Yeah, Gilligan. So, uh, Galligan. I know, I did that. I know, I know you did, yeah. yeah. So, that date, it's just all the way through you had that, and, and it's like, can you not turn that off? Yeah, no. Can you not turn that off? We were doing the podcast over at Fab Cafe, yeah. and straight away, within two minutes, uh, the manager, Jamie, comes over and he goes, oh, right, I'll just get the volume down on the background music a bit so it sounds better for you, didn't yeah. he? Without asking him, yeah? He did. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. But then other people aren't listening to the music at full volume. I know, They can just but... hear us ranting and raving I about know. Negan. But and Walking Dead season oh, well, seven. Oh well, we've got we've got oh, to talk about. Oh, that. we do not. We've please, to, for the love of God, we've got to spare the listeners. No, we've got spare to spare them. We've got to when we get back. Yeah. No, please, we've got so much more content. Oh, we have, we have, we've got loads of content, and I've got to say, coming up, the future of Night Rider, the future of Night Rider, and it's going to be straight from the Hoth's mouth. Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. All the latest from the fantasy genre. Available from any good newsagent, or you can download to your tablet today. Across the world, 24 hours a day.
and welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And if you're listening on podcast, you are getting the live experience because our show did not go out tonight because we've got some tech issues. But there you go. Gremlins, you could say. We have got gremlins, yeah. So, Literal. Yeah. And figuratively. It, that's easy for you to say. Yes. He was nice, wasn't he? He was, yeah. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. There is a photo of me and him, and he kind of looks like, I wish you were the BBC. <laughs> you know what? I, I really do hope, because Gremlins 3 will happen. Yeah. And I really do hope that they bring him in. Oh, they've got to have him in. Got to. They've got, got to. to. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people have learned, yeah. studios have learned now, that we don't yeah. want reboots. We want, you know, respectful... Uh, Continuations. Of course, yeah. 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 They'll update got... the saga, look back at the original, and any, you know, any differences on tech or whatever, you just ignore it and just get on with having a good time. The term is, yeah. and I don't vouch for this term, Ooh, but it works. Here we go. Here we go. A legacy sequel. A legacy. I can't believe you've just said that. Legacy. I can't believe you've just said that. No. No. Combine. Oh, 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 A legacy. Oh, I feel dirty. No, no, it, but it's, it's right. So Jurassic World. My God. Was a legacy sequel. <sighs> Force Awakens, a legacy sequel. Right. Do you know my problem? Look, I, I Jurassic don't like it either, World, but it works, listen, it works. Jurassic World, I got what I was expecting with Jurassic Park, a massive theme park with dinosaurs gone mad. And and to me, I'm sorry, Jurassic Park was a massive disappointment because we didn't have a functional park. I love Westworld because it was functioning. You had people in there. Everything was going right. Whereas, you know, Jurassic you what, isn't Park... isn't functioning right now, though. The, go on. The, the Westworld set, they've yeah. had to evacuate it yeah. because it's on fire. I didn't California. know it was on fire. Right? California is on fire right now again, oh, right. Okay. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But I'm I'm right there with you about the yeah. uh, the Jurassic Park stuff. Yeah. I loved yeah. Jurassic World was what I wanted from Jurassic Park. Correct. I yeah. was yeah. bitterly disappointed with Jurassic Park. I was when I saw it in the cinema. And everybody yes, went mad. We're all went, that old. We're yeah, all that old. Everybody went mad at me at the time and yeah. went, "What them dinosaurs? You got a T Rex? You did that?" And I went, "Yes, but." Have you seen Westworld? It's a big domed theme park with uh, and everything's in full function when it goes wrong. I'd, it was an insurance inspection. Yeah, I know. Jurassic Park was an insurance inspection. Yes. Yeah, so you could explain why there were only a handful of people there. No, Jurassic World gave you loads of people, but I will say the cast wasn't as good. Oh, if you'd have had the cast Laura of Dern is Jurassic Park, yeah, if you, uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, of course, yeah, you know uh, Sam Neill, yeah, uh, and th- those kids, yeah, but I mean uh, them kids, yeah, they've yeah, moved kids. on to other stuff. Ariad, I yeah. know her, Ariana Richards was the. Was oh, the, did you yeah. do that? You checked that before the show. Oh, because right. Um, <laughs> oh, so because you were we... right, yeah. So no. you could pass the test. It's like the um, it's like the quiz at Fab Cafe. No, this, that, isn't that's it for bullshit you, because I it? didn't know that this is the, this is the nature of oh, this show. Okay. It's free flowing. Okay. I didn't know I was going to be talking about Jurassic uh, okay. Park. Okay. 
I just know her name is Ariana Richards, but I don't know that little dude's name. Yeah, he's Polly Young himself with a of the baby. With the douchebag baby. Yeah, with the baby. <laughs> yeah. With the douchebag twin. Yeah. Wow, what yep. a dark show. The oh. uh the um okay. yeah, infanticide okay. special. All right. Just prior to Christmas. That's what you want in it, eh? So we're a couple of days away now from a uh, Jurassic World, the Fallen Kingdom. Okay, all right. Well, trailer, you, full trailer. Well, because you were busy um, going about your business today, you weren't in the office. So we got a uh, we got an email. Yeah, yeah. Go on. And we were invited to the premiere in London. Yeah, yeah. Of of the Jurassic World <gasps> trailer. Oh. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The trailer. Right. Yeah. Nice. In Odeon, Leicester Square, yeah. same cinema that we went to and saw Iron Man three. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hung around with um, him off RudeTube. <laughs> do you remember? God. No. Oh, they do some work on him, don't you, they? You, I mean, he are his you face. Talk, are you talking about? Alex Zane. Yeah. I wasn't there that was day. Cra- you were there. I wasn't. Oh, you were. No. Oh, you- not- oh, no, it wasn't you. It, was, it. Polly. No. it yes, was Polly. It was Polly. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. It was Polly and, uh, and Martin. Okay. Sorry. Will you remind me of Polly, you know, your, 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 your comedy ways, your oh cheekiness. Yeah. Oh, what? The, am I, I dissing the, you? I was the original. I know, but, you know. I hired Polly. I mean, but, but yeah, but Polly, 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 Polly says he's I, moved was, on now. He's what, he's I'm... took it to another level. Oh my god! He said that the uh, writers do. What do you mean? He said I've, I've took what what Chris is, and I think I've refined it. He said. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In what respect? I'm only anyway, joking. Look, he has not. Does, they, none matter. of this happened. What what you're confusing right yeah. now is me and you and uh, uh, Mountie. Whoosh, Yep. Uh, we went to that particular cinema to see Iron Man 3. Yeah, and you yeah. moaned about the size of the screen because you said it's bigger on my iPhone. Yes. And um, you were in the most famous cinema in the UK. Yes, yes. And yeah. then I, I held out an iPhone to yeah. you and I, I said, look, yeah. there we go. I know. It's yeah. not It's not and, funny, though, is it? Right. right. I was right. Right. I was right, wasn't I? You have got in uh, Odeon Leicester Square... Screen one, you have got the um, you have got the stalls so far back. You have got the stalls, and then you've got the circle, and then you've got another circle, yeah, and then you've got a higher circle. There are literally four tiers. Well, Well, you were halfway there, more than four tiers in my eyes. You were, you were there, yeah, yeah, you were good. No, it wasn't good. Oh, you were fine. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I'll bet you did, yeah, yeah. Mountie passed out, yeah. Looks over, I was having a giggle. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, Kingsley. Kingsley. Oh, oh he's Looks over, Mounty snoring his head off. I don't think he enjoyed it as much as us. No, he didn't. But, but um, that, that yeah. was where I saw right. Spectre, and that's where he had the guy, the kids. I was in the special needs row, and that little kid next to me, and they were delightful, right? They were delightful, and uh, and that those knobheads from the Telegraph were throwing <laughs> the coats over the back of the chair so they couldn't. We've see. all heard this story, but for for the new listeners, okay. Yeah, just wrote. Oh, it's going to tell a vintage. 
I wrote dickhead on the back of his uh, jacket. Yeah, his suit jacket and ball pen. And uh, the, But you've got to look at this, right? I didn't give a shit. I knew that those kids, they were going to love it and they were laughing all the way through. And all they, they're going to say, yeah, we kind of enjoyed that, but we were sat next to this guy that did that, you know. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Doubt, it. I doubt they'd even have said that they enjoyed Spectre. No, no. I'm, you made, um, that, you made yeah. that night. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. And they were all in tuxedos. Yeah. Oh. I know. But but the guy Fantastic. he was he was chatting to me the and then he turned round and night. he had half his head missing. The child next to me. Yeah. Because he he was looking forward to the screen and then he turned round and then you saw that he'd had a, a massive um, you know, operation. Well that's terrible. I know that it is, yeah. Sit through Spectre. <laughs> Fuck me, that that's. This is the darkest one we've done. This, you know that. Should we go really on with some news? Yeah, go on. Okay, Masters of the Universe. Oh, good grief! Yeah. What's happening? Oh, it's it's on, man. It's on. Sony, right? Now this has been rumored for years and years, hasn't it? It's been in, in, in development hell, but yeah. finally this week we got a little bit more movement. David S. Goyer. Writer of... Oh, right. <laughs> yes. But I heard that uh, Canon, Canon Films were going to make, no, they make did a version. One. Oh, did they? they? Did oh, one, right. They did Sorry, one. I missed that. It's, it starred Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Yeah. And it was... Uh, yeah. They couldn't afford a turn here. So uh, they just uh, had... Uh, yeah, you know... You're such it, a dick. He uh, man, uh, It he was man, all right, that. It was all right. It wasn't. You had... Um, I right. can't believe you said this. Skeletor was brilliant. Frank uh, Langlier. Yeah. Everything comes to he who waits. And I have waited so very long for this moment. No. Question mark. He, was, he's, 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 he played he's Dracula named. in 1979 he's, he's with named. Sir Lawrence Olivier. is with us. Um, Question mark at the end. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. Frank Langlia? Langella? Oh, God, Langella. Frank oh, Langella. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, he was, um, he, was in, uh, he was in Dracula 1979. Okay. And it's a really good film. Yeah. But Masters of the Universe was not. Yeah, it was. It was good. No, it did. Come on. Come on. It got... Really good reviews at the time. It didn't. It did. It and the music was good. Starburst? Who no. reviewed it? Yes, yeah, Starburst did. Right. Gave it 9 out of 10. They did not. Yeah. Right. What Some... do you mean, they? They? Starburst? We. 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 Yes, That's exactly. Don't just, don't just choose your eras. You're responsible for the sins of the fathers. No, I get where you come from. There. Yeah, you I, are. I do, yeah. but I misspoke. Yeah. yeah. 9 out of 10. So... Which, fine, you move forward in life and hey, you can reevaluate. We can't you know? be wrong. We were wrong about the Suicide Squad. I, oh, <laughs> don't get Let's started. Let's not get into that. Oh, no. seriously, at the writers' do, we had Scott, we had, uh, Scott Holmes from uh, TV Zone podcast. Mm. We had, uh, we also had uh, quite Great a few amazing. other people. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? Him and Mountie. 
they did the new. I just put up today the new TV Zone podcast, uh, TV Zone Great Plus. Show. And if you have not got it, it's on iTunes. And if you're into TV well, and you yeah. you have you want to try some shows you've not tried and whatever, they chat about a lot of stuff. And can I say that Scott Holmes is uh, really good on video games, uh, but when it comes to Star Wars, oh God, Rogue One. There you go. What do you mean? I said it to his face. I'm not being two-faced. He just—he thinks it's fan. brilliant. I he know, thinks I'll, it's the best Star Wars thing that ever happened. Do. A lot of people do. I know. Yeah. I know. I but, had this conversation but, but over Scott, the weekend at a family, a family function. Uh, I uh, oh. dropped the bombshell. Rogue One is my least favourite Star Wars movie. It's rubbish. My my brother-in-law rubbish. now no longer wants to speak to me. Rubbish. But, yeah, it's rubbish. Whatever. It's rubbish. It's rubbish. Anyway, rewind. Anyway, I'm just saying, Scott, a lot of respect for some of the stuff. And can I say, when you're going on about video games, you may not be listening to this, but I think you might, or you might hear off someone else that I've been talking about you on this. I'm... <laughs> I oh man alive! Come on, you can't have that meat puppet of a uh, Peter Cushing, right? And all the rest of the stuff. You can't get all the ATAT walkers and all the stuff. And then you go, oh come on, you're better than this man. And then uh, and then you, but you're so insightful on the video games, man. Come, come on. on, look, no, no, get no. you on board, I man. D- come I, on. To complaining about having uh, ATATs. In Star Wars, it's like complaining that there's there's a there's the it, tanks feature in World War Two. Oh, II give me movies. a break! Give me yes. a break! Yes, it's I bingo. That's a bingo. No, it's not show. bingo. It's, it's bingo. Not, it's no, bingo. it's just Star Wars. Bingo. That's that universe. That's that bingo. universe. Once you're dealing with the nothing new, nothing new, nothing new, nothing new, And come nothing next week, new. we're going to see ATATs again. And if people move. Yeah, no, 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 no. I've already seen enough to placate my anger. They've got got shin pads. Oh, they do. They're like gorillas, aren't they? Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah. See, and then suddenly... So is that okay? Yeah, it's Just a slight tweak. Uh, uh, Seriously, Chris, it's better than okay. I'm literally high-fiving. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm doing chest bumps in the car park, Yeah, you know. So you more than happy. You yeah. weren't you weren't impressed that in Rogue One they were ATATs, but they were they weren't ATATs. They oh, were called ATMTs or something like that. They tweet they they switched the letter. Seriously, well, it's the same. yeah, it's the same Seriously. stuff. But I don't mind. Seriously, I don't mind those. The, the, yeah, the, 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 and then Darth you, Vader had a bath. Yeah, that was nice. It was fantastic, then, yeah. fantastic scenes. Yeah, that was good. Wasn't it? They, yeah, yes, it was. Yeah. I'm being oh, legit he's now. A bath. Yeah. yeah. It's my, least, it's my least. It's my He's in a back I'm to having tank. a bath. Oh, I'm having stop a bath. it! Oh. Now this doesn't do you any favors. Can now. you get a loofah? This does not do get you a any loofah. favors at all. Get a loofah in because there because I'm with right. you on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you on it being yeah. dead last. Weren't the, for the fight Star Wars scenes movies? great in no. uh, well, Rogue One? Weren't they great? Well, no, um, because we didn't care about anybody. Bang, 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 bang. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Hit stormtrooper. They they hit the ground. It's all good. Okay, so Christ uh, Almighty. Yeah, David S. Goyer has uh, been hired by Sony to uh, uh, step in and uh, write and direct the uh, Masters of the Universe movie. Yeah, uh, 
very excited about this. I love the way you got it back on track. Seamless. It was good. Yeah. It's like we never deviated. These, this is a great property. I genuinely believe that there's so much potential yeah, there here. Yeah, there Not, is. There absolutely is. And it was is. squandered by Canon. Absolutely yeah. squandered. They oh, could, they couldn't God afford, Almighty. They, they couldn't afford to put this on screen. Have you so seen? They have just, you? They set it on Earth. My God. That's not Masters of the Universe. Matthews, have you Mas read have Matthews you of read the Universe? Matthews of the is, Universe. It's, it's only, that's, that's an amazing film. It's, it is. Yeah, a load of accountants, and one of them will triumph. Rawr! Yeah. Look, look, right. It's, Matthews of the Universe. It's the closest I get it. property to right. Star Wars. Oh, what? Matthews of the Universe? Yes, yes. Is yes, it? Yes, is yes. it? Is Completely it? unique. Is it? Yes. It's, the dark it's, side it's, of the spreadsheet. All right, I'm taking a swig of this. Yeah. Can't believe you're having uh, sugar-free Red Bull yeah. at this time of night. I know, I can't um, believe it was allowed back know. in the studio after that incident. Five years ago. What do you do? When you spilled it over the keyboard. No, you yeah. did. Uh, you, you, uh, was it not you with the... Um, no, that was you. Champagne. No, no the champagne was, wasn't no. me. No, 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 no. Bollocks, that wasn't me. No. Was that the... Uh, Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the downfall of uh, that radio station? Yep. Because we... It went downhill it, from there. They certainly did. We opened a bottle of champagne oh, live on radio and it coated... Oh, uh, God. All the equipment, and uh, I hope Rippers isn't listening into this. They can't listen it. <laughs> they can't. We're not live. We're not live because the show has gone to shit. Never mind. Okay, so David S. Goyer. No, oh, David Essex. Because no, I got, I got, I got problems because of him last week. Go on. David Essex. Um, it, I, uh, we could get a... A hotel room for for Deskin on Saturday, but not Friday. Right. So he stayed at our house on Friday. Yes. Yeah? Yes. And then uh, he came to my house, and then he wandered round, and he had to look through the DVDs, and then he looked through the vinyl, and then the next minute we're in the uh, in the games room with a craps table, yeah. and we're we're going through some of the vinyl that he's uh, decided, I need to listen to this, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, David Essex is on, yeah. And then uh, Edward Woodward singing Windmill... Oh, God. Windmills Wind of, of my, my mind. mind, not not mind wheels of my minge. Yeah. <laughs> Why would it be? Because I started singing that one night okay. in Fab and people thought that that was a song. Right, yeah. okay. And... Um, but have you heard Edward Woodward? And this Edward is from the Woodward. Thomas, Thomas I, Crown Affair. Right. Yeah. Okay. So right. He, he have you heard Edward Woodward, who was Callan, who, that's a cult TV show of the 60s, 70s, yeah, and then he was Equaliser, yeah. Well, have you heard him singing? I wrote about the Equaliser in uh, this, this yeah. latest issue. Yeah. yeah. Have oh, you yeah. heard him singing, though? No. No? Well, it's quite interesting, because he'll go... Uh, he'll take a song and he'll take it like he's in an opera or something, uh, oh, and he'll start yeah. to reverberate and go like that. Well, that's right? what Woodward would yeah. do. That's what Woodward would do. Yeah, exactly. And I did not, I did not falter in that one. 
right? That's so what I just say you just repeated me. I did. Yeah, <laughs> but it's hard though. Yeah. You can. Yeah, that's like a test. Okay. So um, yeah, so we then the next day uh, we're up till four in the morning. Jesus and then, Christ! Uh, yeah, I know. But he's watching um, TV. Yeah. And he's watching Money Pit, which is a shit dragon's den. Yeah. And then um, we get up and then he's like, oh, we got to get in now and then meet everyone in the uh, car park and then do the uh, do the party and all that. But it, it turns out a couple of hours. Park. Oh, you know, um, the, the Albert Square. Fight, fight Club? Albert yeah. Square. You know, fight club. you know, the German market. Oh, right. Right. But it is a big, so it's it's a big car park, Oh, my isn't God. It? You, you, it's, the Christ, it's the Manchester Christmas markets. It's one of the most exciting... It's not one of the most exciting points of the year for... Really? For, for, and what do you do? What do you do with it, then? I go and get a hot dog. When? I've had... I've, I've, Last one. Last one. When did you do it? Uh, yeah. Two years ago? No, 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 I get a hot dog every year. Oh, every year. Wow. They're just basing that business model on you, aren't they? Eh? Pretty much. Yeah, it looks like it, yeah. Yeah. So, so... I whoff a hot dog uh, oh. and then uh, have a sink of £5 beer. Okay. Well, then, he's... Uh, um, yeah, yeah, okay, that's done. He's altered this to the point where... He is miserable. He went to my house and stayed over... And then uh, I subjected him to all this shit vinyl. Right. You know, Edward Woodward, David Essex, hey. black and white minstrels. It sounds like a great night. Last yeah, time I, I was round at your yeah. house, we were yeah. listening to the Cannibal Holocaust soundtrack on vinyl. Isn't it lovely? And it's lovely. God bless him, listeners. He was he was having a waltz with his wife. And you know to what? To the Cannibal Holocaust uh, soundtrack on vinyl. Yeah. I'd and do it you again. know what? I'd do it again. Yeah. How often is that happening? That 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 was a unique moment there. It was lovely. It's a very good score. That you would, you're right. I told you. Yeah, I told you. I did it's not incredible. Know. If you say to people, "Oh, soundtrack, Cannibal Holocaust," yeah. you think it's going to be something. Yeah. It confounds your expectations. Fabulous. Doesn't it? Yeah. Absolutely fabulous. Living Dead at the Manchester Morgue is another strange one. Shamefully, I've never you. seen that movie. Yeah, I you, know. yeah I'm I just going to say. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, 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 ter- it's terrible. 
So anyway, David yeah. Escoyer is. Uh, um, uh, yeah. yeah, he's taking over. Not David Essex. No, not David Essex. He's doing the, uh, the Masters of the Universe movie at this okay. moment for for Sony, and we right. all know him from. You know, he, he's predominantly a writer. Yes. Uh, he's he wrote all the uh, the Dark Knight pictures. He yeah. most recently uh, wrote um, Batman v Superman. Uh, I Man won't of Steel. hold that against him, but yeah. you know, so it's there, difficult. There's, there's, it? there's quite a lot of dark horses, but he, he was, oh yeah, he was uh, he he was the originator yeah. of Blade. He wrote the the Blade movies way yeah. back when, and he directed Blade Trinity as well. I don't think that went too well for him but um, I love to talk about Blade Trinity I don't I do because I I feel that this was the beginning of the internet controlling people's opinions oh right do you actually think that it's a uh, uh, a competent film no I think it's a uh, it's an average film with some entertainment yeah and I think that people now Love to get on board a train. They love to get oh, on no, board. They can't have an I opinion. They that. have to get an opinion of, of someone. Oh, what do I do? And and I know for a fact that with Star Wars next week, there are people that are going to go online and they're going to read the reviews to decide what they think when they go and see it. And if you think that's wrong, well, I will defend that. I will do. The Last Jedi special at some point. So, do you think that the uh, overwhelming majority of people are going to uh, decide that they like The Last Jedi already? Because yes. I cannot see anything but yeah. Uh, posit- yeah, but they've positivity. not watched it though. They've not re- watched it. I know, but it's they've refreshing. It, it's refreshing to yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, to be excited and not have this deafening. But uh, here's, here's the thing. Of the, but uh, this of is it. all because of DC, though. It's all because of DC. I mean, we wanted to like these films. Of course. Well, I thought I was going with you, and this is the biggest row we've ever had on this show about uh, Man of Steel. Yeah. Where you and and you know what? And I have given you this on on the shows, and you may not have even heard these shows where I've said this. Where I go. Of all these DC movies, yeah, the best made movie by far, the best made constructed from a filmmaker point of view, yeah, but because, yeah, it's my thing. I, I'm obsessed with making movies. I'll, I love the movie-making process. Me too. And, and there, there you go. So mm-hmm. I don't just watch them and go, oh, whatever. Yeah. I just watch it and go, yeah, that's lame. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have had that light in there. Shouldn't have had that guy acting so shit. You shouldn't have shouldn't uh, bothered written CGI and yeah. his moustache out. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was never going to work. Don't even. Uh, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Do you know what, Chris? We'll get into that in a minute. But I'm just going to say we. Yeah, you have got me on one level on that. Of all these movies, and I am including Wonder Woman here mm. and and mm. everything, yeah. Man of Steel is by far the best made of all the DC movies. Yes. Yeah, it is a normal movie, and they just <laughs> went, yeah, no, because do you know what? There was no compromise. They went, this is our vision. We're going to do this version of Superman. 
Yeah. It's going to be dark. We've got all that, blah, blah, blah. They did their vision and they stuck to it. Yeah. And they got it wrong. Mm-hmm. And the problem with the rest of them is they, they, uh, they're 30% compromise. Every single movie is about, oh, oh, okay, they didn't like that and all that, right? Do you know what? They gave you the perfect Superman movie, yeah? They gave no one the perfect Batman versus Superman movie. They gave no one the perfect, um, you know, um, Justice League movie. And I could go on and on and on. And and Justice, uh, uh, sorry, a uh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> Was the only one, if they'd have stuck to that dark aesthetic, yeah, yeah, and that dark, grim, whatever, yeah, that was the only one that suited that. Mm -hmm. And that was the one where they interfered the most. They're absolute clowns, you know. Uh, But I will say this. Oh, God's sake. We haven't talked uh, personally, me and you, about Justice League. I think you're going to... I reckon this is the one of these movies where you are going to be absolutely on my page. Yeah. Because because I I wrote It's Only a Movie. And I said I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, right. So, But I knew it was a flawed movie. Oh, it's a massively flawed film. But it's... uh, I enjoyed it above Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad... Uh, Batman v Superman, and and to me it's it's I'll maybe I'll have a think, I'll have a think, uh, but it may even tip uh, Man of Steel. So it's enjoyable enjoyment level. Yeah, it's probably my favourite movie Mm. of this of the DC cinematic universe because apparently they don't even call it the DC extend the DCEU is a fake term. Some random journalist uh, coined that. He went with it. No, they didn't. They didn't themselves. They don't call it that. They don't call it. But who? You know what? Who cares? It Mm. doesn't matter what we all call it. So let's just call it the DCU. Who cares? DCCU. What? What? Oh, fuck it. No. Who cares? We don't need. No, I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. Uh, because it'll all be flushed down the toilet within uh, one year anyway, and it won't With matter. Flashpoint. Yeah. It, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But the Justice League um, ha- also yeah. had yeah. one of the best post-credit stings yeah, I've ever did. seen. Yeah. Of it, you know, put it put it against all the Marvel movies as well. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. right up there, probably yeah. in the top three. Yeah. Yeah. It mattered. It You're absolutely not matters. Talking about Lex Luthor, are you? I'm talking about the Lex Luthor and Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Yeah, but they cut out a scene that was so much better than that. Oh well, I don't know what was cut. I don't right. know what was cut. I, I just go through the, this. I just judged the film right. on, on right. what it no. was, and and, no. and I had fun. It's ridiculously right. flawed. Right, right. And that they... top lip. I would uh, look if, if I was the right. top brass yes. at, at Warner Brothers. Yeah. I would not care how much yeah. we have to spend yeah, to fix that, I know. I know. so that movie does not go down as a laughing stock and uh, uh, for the rest of time. I know because they've got time till the Blu-ray hits. But what, th- four months, if it costs another okay. hundred million. Do it right. because that movie will never be watched well, again and taken seriously with Henry Cavill's goddamn face 
It's wor- It's the one of the worst things I have ever seen. I get and it. And I cannot I get believe it. it. And, and here's the thing. You've not read my column for the new issue. And when you read it, you'll, it, you'll get it. But I would like to, when we get back, chat. And then we're going to go on. And uh, we've got the Hoffs interview oh, at some wow. point. So David Hasselhoff, yes, he actually Brilliant. deigned to have a few words with me. So, uh, and and he leaked an exclusive. Oh, oh, he did. Okay, about the return of Knight Rider. So, let's have a break and then get back with, yeah, somewhat more positive than the DC cinematic universe or whatever the whatever. hell. What do they call that thing? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> His name is Mr. Soames, and he's just a baby. A 30-year-old baby in a coma since birth, suddenly awakened by a breakthrough brain operation. The mind of a child in the body of a man. Columbia Pictures presents Terence Stamp and Robert Vaughn in the strange and shocking story of The Mind of Mr. Soames. Mr. Soames likes to play. He's very good at patty cake and teddy bear and felonious assault. Science can do the impossible, but can it control what it creates? Can this baby kill? It's incredible what goes on in the mind of Mr. Soames. In color, rated GP, all ages parental guidance. Starburst Magazine, issue 443, available from a newsagent near you, or download to your tablet today. Across the world, 24 hours a day, this is Radio International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at uh, Starburst Radio Online, almost. Yeah, I know, yeah. Okay, did, so we're not, we're not live. Yeah. What did you put in there? Was it an advert? I haven't some? put anything on there, but it's all right. I mean, you know, who, there were a couple paid? of bits. Nobody. Paid? Was it some it's fine. goofy audio Thing. No, I didn't. I I'll didn't. Tell you what, I there was a a last week. I there was a news article, and I tried to lighten the mood, and I put a couple of bits and bobs from you, and it turns out that was not cool. Oh, okay, right. What? Did, so, oh, did you use the uh, chrysanator? I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna be more careful now, and I'm sorry. Talking of we couldn't you. hear <laughs> what was going on, so I heard a uh, blank, yes. like a, okay. a a segment, and I thought, oh, I'll press that, and then it turned out that it wasn't that actually cool, so boom. Because anyway. you did used to have, like, a, like, was it Big Finish? Yeah. Yeah, some, like, audio dramas like that, and I was yeah. going to say, uh, in this week's news... Aren't they... In this week's news, right, get this, right, Marvel have teamed up with Stitcher, the famous podcast. Oh, Stitcher. Uh, out- okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say 
Then it no, was no, gonna be oh, all. Ooh, oh, no, 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 oh no! 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 They—they—they're they're launching a scripted podcast oh, show. Blimey! Wolverine: The Last Night. Oh, right? Blimey! And this is this is a full cast, full script. Okay. Uh, okay. This is this is gonna be a serialized uh, storytelling through the podcast medium. Okay. And they they're gonna uh, uh, the, the the view is to expand this into like a their own little unique pocket Marvel universe. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. good, man. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Will you be tuning in? No, probably not. No. Uh, so let's let's go on to some other news then. Um, so Ryan Johnson, who? That guy, the guy, you know, you know, the next Star Wars movie. Oh, that yeah. fella. Yeah, 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 him. They're saying, um, oh come on. You've got a new trilogy. Let us in. Yeah. And he said... What's it all about? Yeah. Tell us now. And I mean, he now. said... Tell us now. And he said, well, it's not the uh, Knights of the, um, you Old know... Republic. Old Republic. And they've all gone, ooh. Oh, well. Ooh. What a shame. Is it because Blimey. all that kind of... All that Knights of the Old Republic uh, stuff kind of stomps all over the, uh, the, the canon that we all uh, know and love? I think you you are. Is it because, um, of, is it because of that? I don't. I think maybe. Well, obviously. Does uh, it complicate this, things? Is oh, it unnecessary? It, are they great games? I'm sh- yes, of course they are. I've never played them, but I've looked at them. But the, it doesn't. But you fit. can't. You it can't just keep fit. sweeping away people that have spent time playing these games, and you know. Nobody said those were canon. Oh Ever. come on! They did. Come on! Ever. They did. They did. If you go, if you go watch those games and use it like online, I mean, these are fabulous. You can get some incredible. What do they call them? Cutscenes. Yeah. You know yeah. when it goes into the animated narrative yeah. of the thing, so, and it's like you so, can watch these things, and it's the most incredible Star Wars I've ever seen. But it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. In the in the timeline. That we all accept is the timeline. Oh, it doesn't make on, sense man. that uh, a thousand years prior to um, uh, the, the Phantom Menace, yeah, things were so much more sophisticated uh, than than they are. They are there. You know, it 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 looks like the first. They, they, they look like the first order. They, they've got the technology of the first order. Uh, it, it doesn't fit with that timeline. If people know something different, are we meant to believe that this this whole thing just absolutely there's a cataclysmic collapse of society and technology? Well, no, you're and supposed then... to think that these guys, Disney, have created a new system, a new story, a new history. I think you know? you're getting me wrong here. I don't know. I think you're getting me wrong. Go on. You're Go t- on. No, you're talking about Disney. I'm not All talking right, about okay. what Disney's done. Right, okay. I'm, I'm talking that Knights of the Old Republic yeah. does not marry up to the, the timeline that George Lucas himself... Uh, so... He, he, okay, he, he, okay. He put so much effort and detail into establishing... Okay. Nice of the old republic. Yeah. Looks to me like it stomps all over that. All right, I don't okay. understand how 
a civilization could have been so technologically advanced and so similar to what we know now oh, in the I Star Wars do, I don't timeline. I don't get it at all. A thousand I don't get years any before? I just, yeah. I, yeah, it's nonsense to me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No. I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised Disney and, more importantly, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Because he's in charge. Lucasfilm are in charge, not Disney. They yeah. have to go to Disney oh, and go, yeah. you know, yeah. we're yeah. thinking this. Yeah. And Disney go, well, yeah, no. you, no, you, you're in that. charge. I get Okay. That. I get Seems that. commercial. It's yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, go do it. You know, it's not Disney making these no. decisions. No, I get that. I get that. So I'm well, all for Ryan Johnson going, yeah, no. Nah. Not okay. Be that. Well, there I don't you want go. To see that. Well, let's <laughs> have a break now, and okay. then we'll uh, we'll get back on our penultimate episode of Starburst Radio, season seven. Starburst Radio, the show that sometimes remembers to bring you some of the latest genre news and reviews until they get distracted. flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. Michael Knight, a young loner on a crusade to champion the cause of the innocent, the helpless, the powerless, in a world of criminals who operate above the law. Welcome to Starburst Radio. We are coming back with an interview with David Hasselhoff. No way. What? Absolutely, yeah. Where was the tease, man? The Hoff himself. Nah. We asked him what it was like performing on the Berlin Wall back in the day. And he was more than happy to have a chat. But right, where did you meet him? At For the Love of Sci-Fi. Oh, right, okay. You know, that was a great moment in my life when I sang Looking for Freedom on New Year's Eve after the wall had come down. And um, there was one million people there. And um, I went behind the wall several times before it came down. And I saw the the, the horror and and how these people were treated, and I couldn't believe that it was happening. Um, And then later... I thought it was a joke. I was I would see "Thank You for the Mauernfall" in my uh, audience when I was on tour, and "Thank You for My Childhood." But it was real. Uh, I, I met these people. In, I did a National Geographic. It's a great show called David Hasselhoff versus the Berlin Wall, and I went behind the wall and talked to all these people. And I said, "Do you know who I am?" And they said, "I've been looking for freedom." They would sing the song. And so uh, they said it was a bit of an anthem and a bit of a hymn, and it was 
probably the highlight of my life. Well, I personally watched you in Knight Rider in the 80s, and I love that show, and a lot of our readers love that show. Did you realise at the time you were doing that show how important it would be <laughs> later on? No, no, I had no idea. I knew that it was, it was popular before because I was doing car shows. We were up against Dallas, so I went out and I did 75 car shows and made sure that we built, built an audience, and the children got their parents to change the channel, and we survived. But look, 35 years later, it's freaking insane. Everyone is wearing Knight Rider stuff, and they love the show, and that just means it affected them in a positive way, and I'm very proud of that. Well, Starburst Magazine loves you, sir. What are you going to do for the future? Now, with Knight Rider and other stuff, what have you got planned? Well, I've just covered a David Bowie song called We Can Be Heroes, and I'm hoping to release that because it's, um, it's about being heroes and it's about all the people in the world who've done something positive, you know? And um, I'm bringing back Knight Rider. I mean, I'm working on it right now. Netflix wants to do it. Universal wants to do it. I want to do it. And uh, so we're, we're close to getting the, the concept correct. And once we get the concept right, I'm going to bring it back. Because I want to continue it, like, you know, 35 years later with the same car. I don't want to change to a Mustang. I want to keep a Pontiac, you know, make it cool. Well, I'm just going to say, you're a hero to Starburst magazine, and thank you, David, for spending a few moments in a very busy day with us. No worries, guys, and remember, one man can make a difference. Yes, indeed, one man can make a difference. And that's all we've got time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. We'll be back with the final, the season finale of Season 7 of Starburst Radio. I've been Mike. He's been Chris, and he has been David Hasselhoff, and we, except for David Hasselhoff, will see you next week. Tumbling through a thousand centuries You don't know where you land It's a dark in mythology Treasures of history be found the legends of time All the handiworks remain Only the dream away Listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. 
Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, Portland Street, Manchester. So, yeah. yeah, so, uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. This is a test. We're just testing to make sure that this is okay and we're not wasting our fucking time. Lame, lame, lame. lame. I can smell your butty. Oh, right, Et here cetera. we go. Let's try that. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And boy, is tonight a special episode. We mm-hmm. we have managed to uh, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. We are we are doing our best, and we are. Is it me? No, it's not. Is you. it me? No. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. Sort of. Not live. Let's make that distinction. Oh, for fuck's sake. Now the what? fucking... Hello and welcome to uh, Starburst Radio and Fab Radio International. And we had a chat, and you may have heard during this issue or episode, that we chatted to... Uh, a guy that was, oh God, he was so important to, um, to, oh God, right. You know, there was a great moment in my life when I was saying looking for freedom on New Year's Eve after the wall had come down. And um, there was one million people there. And um, I went behind the wall several times before oh, it came I down. Know. And I saw oh, the, got it. The, got the, the, the horror and, and Oh, the is this what it sounds like? And yeah. I couldn't believe oh. that it was happening. Um, and then later, I thought it was a joke. I, was, I would see, thank you for the Mauernfall in my uh, audience when I was on tour. And thank you for my childhood. But it was real. Uh, I, I met these people. In, oh. I did a National Geographic picture of the floor. Called David Hasselhoff versus the Berlin Wall. And I went behind the wall and talked to all these people. And I said, oh, Do God. you know who I am? <laughs> and they said, I've been looking for freedom. They would sing the song. It's a joke. And so uh, they said it was a bit of an anthem. And now, and now. Probably the highlight of my life. Well, I personally watched you in Knight Rider in the 80s. And. I love that show, and a lot of our readers love that show. Did you realise at the time you were doing that show how important it would be later on? No, no, I had no idea. I knew that it was it was popular like because I was doing car shows. We were up against Dallas, so I went out and I did 75 car shows and made sure that we built, built an audience. And it's the children show, don't it? got their parents he's, to change he's the channel. really fucking and we survived. himself up, but man. Look, 35 yeah. years yeah. later, it's fucking yeah. insane. Guardians of the Galaxy. And, just, yeah. and they love the show. Have a and sense of humour about yourself. Yeah. And people will go, oh, oh, shit, we can't well, take this. Magazine Correct, so yeah. What yeah. are you going to do okay. for the future? Now, with Knight Rider and other stuff, what have you got planned? Well, I've just covered a David Bowie song called We Can Be Heroes. Oh, wait a minute. Why is there a song coming on? I don't know. It's Fleetwood fucking Mac. But please understand, it's not my fault. Can you imagine anyone else that sat across from 
No. 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 It's fine. It's me. I'm all right.